Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, I am so excited because you're going to get to meet my sales coach, Matt Nettleton. I love his direct, no-nonsense, slightly sarcastic approach to sales. He's taught me how to ask the right questions, listen to the answers, and lead prospective customers to their own conclusions about working with me. He's also taught me how to ask for the sale and charge what my services are worth. Matt, welcome back. Thanks, Lorraine. Happy to be back. I am always happy to have a conversation with you because even though we worked together for a really long time, I still always learn something new. Same here. And today I want to talk about practicing and fundamentals because that was always really important as I got comfortable with sales techniques. Yeah. So the, the funny thing is we we all learn as children the value of practice and repeating and doing it again. And, you know, the example I use is when you were an infant, you staggered to your feet, you took a step and you fell. Mm-hmm. It was probably a couple months that you were doing that every 15 or 20 minutes. And nobody said, hey, listen, crawling's good for you. Like, stop the walking. It's not going to ha- it's not going to happen for you. There's no walking. Right. They're like, yeah, look at him. He's practicing, figuring it out. Right. You, you encourage the kids. You might, depending on the clumsiness of your children, put padding on sharp corners and, you know, other things to keep them from hurting themselves as they stand, stagger, fall. But you you never said stop practicing. No. Now, there were moments that I wished my son would keep crawling just so I would know where he was. But yes, I, I did celebrate the stand, stagger, fall. Yeah, well, we actually wish our kids never even learned how to crawl because then we could keep them where they were. But, you know, they, they do that on their own. Things change. So now you take that to an adult and, you know, here we are. It's it's the beginning of March, middle of March. You know, obviously it's the gold, you know, the frozen tundra outside. But down in Florida, there's about 500 baseball players who are highly paid multi-million dollar professionals and they are doing the same drills for practicing that they did when they were in third grade. Now these, there are some guys that are as old as Tom Brady that are down there as 40 year olds running through how to catch, how to throw, how to hit all the basics. And, And it's, it's easy for us to say, oh, yeah, you ought to practice, you ought to work on the fundamentals, look at those guys. But so many business owners, you know, they want the next big thing without being good at the basics. That is so true. And it's not just business owners. I think there's a little bit of human nature there. New college grads want to jump into to senior management roles. We all want to be at the head of the class right away. Yes, without any experience or actual results. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm 54 and I am better at doing a lot of things today than I was when I was 52. But the things that I'm improving at the most are the things that I take time to practice when there is no pressure. Yes, yes, because you can just embrace the practice. You can just focus on the skill and 
fine-tuning that action and really getting good at the fundamentals. But can you overdo it? I imagine you could. I've never seen anybody actually do that. What, what I see is people get pretty good at the fundamentals in practice. And then on their way to go execute, they do a mental rehearsal. And so they're driving down the road thinking about all the fundamentals they were going to do and coming up with all the scenarios that will make it impossible. Oh. And so what if they say this and what if they do that? And, you know, we talk about, you know, in sales, obviously, how to negotiate price is super important. And, you know, we teach our clients all kinds of great techniques. But when they get on a sales call, they're like, but if I charge full price, they're going to say no. And I'm like, well, that's what did we practice? And have they said no? Did you do what we practiced? No, I was afraid that. I was sure this was going to. And so they anticipate, even in their practice, instead of visualizing connecting with the ball, that baseball player is envisioning stepping up to the plate and striking out. Yes. How can I strike out? There are, there are only three strikes, but I bet I can get them nine different ways. Like, it's, and, and it just, and so what, what happens is, you know, we, we end up with these people who have great technical prowess, but their vivid imaginations are so negative, they never actually execute. They're anticipating that worst case scenario. And when it doesn't happen, they still sort of see it peeking out well, they didn't tell me I was too expensive, but they shifted uncomfortably in their seat. So I knew that the price would be too high. I was pretty sure this was going to happen. It didn't happen, but I know he wanted this to happen. Okay. How do I avoid this? How do I practice, get comfortable with the fundamentals, and yet not lock myself into this really psychoanalyst chaos in my head? Yeah, so we, we spend a lot of time talking about avoiding the doom loop by tracking, right? So like I, I'll get a phone call uh, from a client and they'll say things like, nobody speaks on the phone to me anymore. Mm. Nobody, nobody talks on the phone, right? Now, I've tracked in, in my office 9,000 sales calls over the last two years. So somebody's talking. Well, yeah, multiple industries. And here's what I found. Regardless of industry, if you are not just picking up the phone book and dialing, you're going to have 11 to 16% connect rate, and you'll have an 8 to 15% return voicemail rate. Now, that, that doesn't mean everybody's happy to hear from you, but that means about one out of four people, or worst case, one out of five people, you're going to talk to. So yeah. two things. One, you better be prepared with a voicemail for the four people that don't talk to you. And you better be prepared for the conversation for the one person that does. Yes. And most people don't get to either one of those outcomes because they're like, well, nobody talks on the phone, so I'm not going to dial it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you can take yourself out of the game by deciding something isn't going to work. And I'm a really good example of that. I hated cold calling. I told you it wouldn't work. And I didn't do it for a really long time. Yes. And when I finally got over it and figured out how to make it work for me, it was still a little painful, but sometimes it was just fun. And yeah. sometimes I got a sale. 
Well, you, you have a conversation, you might get another meeting, you might end up somebody calls you back in two months. Hey, I wasn't ready then. I'm ready now. But I here's what's never I've never had somebody say I made a cold call and the guy on the other end came through the phone and beat me up. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst no. case scenario, they tell you, they say no. Yep. Well, they weren't giving me anything before. I haven't lost anything. No, but when, I'm going to go back to that thing about tracking because I know that when I tracked my sales calls, I could see, oh yeah, I was really active then. Look, we're closing business now. And I began to see kind of what that timeline was. So it wasn't just the behavior and the success, but I could anticipate when I needed to ratchet up. Yes. Yeah. So there's always, you know, one of the things we say is that you are always 90 days away from a brand new business. Right. And so, you know, what you do today doesn't exactly happen and give you the result today. Like sit-ups or walking, right? You want a flat stomach, you don't do six sit-ups and hope for the best. You got to do sit-ups for a long time. There's no one sit-up that works. They all work, right? There's no one, yeah, there's no one trip to the batting cage that makes a player able to hit the ball. All the trips to the batting cage make a player. And so, you know, doing the fundamentals and practicing and getting better at these steps in the techniques, in the little whatever process, super important. But imagining and rehearsing in your mind a successful outcome is just as important because until you can see the successful outcome mentally, you'll never see it in real life. Absolutely. Well, Matt, as always, the time has flown by. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. No problem. Love being here. Now, if you are curious about Matt, There'll be a link to his website, dtb.sandler.com. And also, Matt is one of the contributors in our new book, More Than a Few Written Words, a collection of essays by some of my favorite guests. There'll be a link to where you can buy that book at amazon.com. Matt, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.